The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Carrollton, Texas. It is Texas Football Today, a show coming to you via the miracle of the internet that we don't appreciate enough. Hey, internet, thank you. You're the worst. Wow. That's why you have a job, sir. Yeah. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there. Max, do you want to be a 69-year-old or a 66-year-old? 66. Is John Goodman. Ah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, the 69-year-old is Lionel Richie. So you couldn't have gone wrong. Either way, you were going to have a pretty good day. Everyone uh, is very excited about your haircut so far. Oh, thanks, guys. Oh. They noticed. Appreciate it. When they notice, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's 50-50, isn't it? Mm, it just means that my last haircut, like, my my hair had reached a point of, like, badness. It's got to be a better word than badness. Uh, But, Yeah. I, I went and got it all chopped off, so thanks, guys. Love you. Mean it. Today is Wednesday, June 20th, 2018, 155 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 578. 578, the OPS for... Who was it? Oh, my gosh. I forgot to write it down. Oh, no. Oh, Uh-oh. no. Uh, the OPS Uh-oh. for... Do- uh, is that right? Yeah, for Joe McCabe in there his last year's Texas Rangers career. 14... Or, I'm sorry, Washington Senators career. 14 games in 1965. On today's show, guys, we're going to take a look, or we're going to crack open this magazine, 2018 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, let you know some of the things that are in it. Look at it. Look at all the 400 pages. Mm-hmm. I will say, when I picked up this magazine, one thing that I thought was interesting, I think that we, like, <laughs> I think we spent more money on, like, the paper stock, because it feels, like, thicker. It's actually, like, mm-hmm. nicer. Anyway, uh, we're going to crack this up. We're going to talk cover boys. We have a cover boy for each of the... Um, high school football classifications from 6A down to private schools. We're going to talk about who they are and why we chose them. Uh, we're going to get into that. And then back half of the show, Max, the reason everybody's tuned in, they want to hear the 4A rankings. We're going to exclusively reveal the Class 4A rankings in Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the top 10s in Division One and Division Two. And I will say, lots of controversy. Not really. But no. we'll get into that coming up here at the back half. Of the show, um, Max. Yesterday, you and I went on a field trip, uh, a brief field trip over to. That's true. Over to our new office. So we are moving offices. We've been, as you've heard, should we start t- referring to them as the Dave Campbell Texas Football Worldwide Headquarters? Yeah, the Worldwide Headquarters. Okay. This is the mothership. Yeah, but those are the Worldwide. Those headquarters. are going to be the Worldwide Headquarters. Um, yeah. We are. Uh, we're, we are moving. We're not moving far. We're still going to be. We're moving for anybody who knows DFW. Um, geography. We're moving from Carrollton to Louisville, so it is ten Very minutes dramatic. away from here. Yeah. But we are moving to a nicer office, and one of the things that we're going to get is a new studio. Right. So this, I know this looks glamorous because it is, but yeah, uh, this is essentially just a converted office. 
Like yeah. we, uh, Max and I are have a. Uh, this used to be my office on this side. Yes, that used to be your office on that side, and then we tore down the wall. And in the there middle was a wall the that's basically are. like where the camera is right yeah. now. There is a wall. Um, now we're gonna have our own dedicated studio, and we were kind of looking at we were looking at it. That was our first chance to to check it out yesterday. Uh, spacious, I would oh, say. God. It is much the bigger new, than this. The new Dave Campbell's worldwide headquarters are ridiculous. They will they, be. They will be very nice. They'll be very nice, and so we're gonna. Uh, and so we're gonna have more stuff. We're gonna have. Uh, you know, we've been asking uh, coaches to send in their stuff for the swag shrine. We're going to actually have a proper swag shrine, and we're going to be able to to show it off. For example, if we were to take the camera right now and yeah. turn it, turn it that degrees. way, that way. Yeah. Uh, you would see that we have a wall full of stuff that yeah. you just never see because we just don't have the technology. The new studio, which uh, should come, will launch the studio when you get back from your trip in August. Yeah. Uh, so middle of August. Yeah. Uh, we will be able to uh, show you the new studio and show off all the cool stuff we have. Um, we're excited. It's going to be fun. And, uh, it's going to be a lot of work. That's all be, I ever think about. It's going to be a lot of work, but uh, it'll be worth it for you. Uh, you won't have to do any of the work. It's true. I'm pointing at the camera, not you, yeah. Max. You're going to have to do yeah, a lot of work. I have to do a lot of work. You, the viewer, won't have to do any work. You will just enjoy uh, a nicer show and uh, a couple of different uh, looks that you can have uh, for the for the show. And uh, we can do better interviews. We can do all sorts of fun stuff. So we're That's really true. excited about the new studio yeah. uh, and the new offices. Although, I'm, we're losing an office. We're getting moved to essentially like cubicles. That's true. You and There's I. going to be a media section of the office, yeah. Although, I will put this there's, out to the... There's a hot rumor out there that there there might be fun and games in the media section. Though. So I want to ask you... I want to put this out there for you guys. Well, this is actually... You're right. I for, see where you're going with this. Texas, I like it. Texas Football Today Nation. Yeah. Um, we're going to have some space in kind of the editorial section of the office that we can kind of do whatever we want. Right. So, what... Cool things would you put in your office? We, if you cur- could. we currently have a Papa shot, but our boss is nixing the Papa shot because there will now be an office below us. Yes. And he feels that that will be annoying for them. Correct. Basketball's so, hitting the floor. So, if you have ideas for what kind of cool things could go in the editorial lounge, let's call it, yeah. the editorial section of the, of the new DCTF offices, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Don't say foosball. No. Foosball's so overrated. Foosball's out. Uh, but anything else. Um, so let us know, perhaps... Uh, I want creative you, suggestions. Yes, creative here. suggestions. We want this well, to be very cool yeah. for us. What I want yeah. is that NFL game from David Buster's. Oh, the, where you but it's like ball. twelve grand. Yeah. So if someone wants to just donate that to us, we'll take Actually, it. Actually, Kickstarter for that. Uh, yes, so uh, let us know in the comments what you would think. We'll get to those in five Pool tables, months. no. Already, I saw Robert Wolf say pool tables. Pool tables are out. That's, a, that's like a two-man thing. It takes forever. No. It's got to be something where you can get a few people in. It's a little more entertaining. Bean bags, maybe that's an easy thing though, right? Just put those in a corner easy, somewhere. It doesn't matter. Tailgate games is not a bad idea. Tailgate games, just is a not bunch a bad of idea. tailgate games in a football office, kind of makes sense. What would you like to see? What if you could work in an office with all sorts of cool stuff? What cool stuff would be in your office? Let us know in the comments. Oh, we see Bob McSpadden says artificial turf, carpet, complete with lines, etc. That's actually a rumored option that is being considered. Both basketball floors and AstroTurf are being considered for parts of the office. 
We so. are Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Max, let's get into th- this magazine, the 2018 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I'm going to repeat it again. Subscribers, <laughs> your magazine was mailed on Monday. I don't control the United States Postal Service, but it is in the mail. It is on its way to you. If you are waiting for it to hit newsstands, you are going to be waiting until the earliest would be Thursday. That's not tomorrow, but a week from Thursday. So you can order it online at TexasFootball.com by becoming a, an insider right now. So... Let's talk about the cover boys. So in, in our 400-page magazine, we obviously cover high college football and professional football and recruiting, things like that. But in the high school section, we divide it up into classifications, 6A, 5A, 4A, 3A, 2A, 1A, and private schools. And in each of those classifications, we honor one cover boy. We say, here is a, an interesting guy that you need to know about mm-hmm. for the 2018 season. And I'll be honest, we we don't really have a hard and fast rule about what makes a cover boy. Sure. There are that's not true. They have to be a football player. They have to be generally speaking, uh we we normally lean towards seniors since it's their last time that they could be uh they could be in this in the magazine in this right. way. Um and we look for guys who have a story to tell, who have an interesting story, an interesting hook. Sometimes it's a big-time prospect, yep. right? Sometimes it's a kid you've never heard about, and we want to shine a light on him. So we don't really have a hard and fast rule. But I'll run through our cover boys, and we'll kind of discuss the process of, of doing it. Uh, you know, you and I, I think, wrote five of the seven cover boys. Is that right? Yeah, Maybe I, wrote, six I wrote way more than should ever I should ever write. Let's, in 6A, you wrote the 6A cover boy about yeah. Garrett Wilson, yeah. the wide receiver from Lake Travis. I think there's a, you know, there's a number of different hooks here. Um, one is that he's just an awesome player, yeah. and he plays on a high-profile team. But the other thing, and, and something you discovered, and I know you're, you're intimately familiar with the Lake Travis program. This is true. But in doing your reporting for this, this story, this is a guy that, for all the things that Lake Travis has had, yeah. all the great players they've yeah. had, They've maybe never had a player like this. Yeah, I think the thing that you come away with uh, when you talk to both Hank Carter, the head coach, and everyone really around the program from, you know, and and every graduate of the program, you know, uh, including the Baker Mayfields of the world, they all kind of agree on one thing. For all the success they've had, for all the players they've had, including now a number one NFL draft pick in Baker Mayfield, they all agree on one thing. They've never had a player as good as Garrett Wilson. Yeah. And I think that says a lot. That says everything you need to know. Yeah. When you have a number one draft pick and the number one draft pick is saying, that guy's way better at football than me, yeah. then right. you've got something going on. So It was pretty cool. Garrett Wilson, the Lake, uh, Lake Travis wide receivers, are 6A cover boy. 5A, um, Jalen Catalan, the Mansfield legacy defensive back. Yeah. Uh, you also wrote this one. I also wrote this one. This was a lot of fun. I mean, anytime you're writing these stories, you really want to learn something special about the story mm-hmm. of the player, where, where he came from, what he's about. My favorite anecdote from this, and I expand a little bit more on it in the story, is that when Catalan was a freshman at Legacy, uh, Coach Melson recalled that uh, in his first spring practice with the varsity, mm-hmm. uh, it's usually sort of a 75% uh, functioning drill kind of thing. Uh, there's hits, but no one's laying anyone out. And this freshman shows up and is relentless, will not stop flattening people as a mm-hmm. freshman. 
And uh, ever, ever since then, every practice, every day since then has been just as intense. And from Melson's perspective, Catalan is not only a a program changer in talent and where he can lead, where he can lead the team with his talent, but also in the way that he practices and plays and how much the attitude around the program has changed since he's been a part of it. So that's a really cool. cool it's a good idea. read uh, when you when you you know read the whole magazine. I hope you will. Uh, but I will tell you that, that that's a that's a really good read. In 4A, it's Demarway Foster, the running back from Wichita Falls Hershey. This is the leading he was the leading rusher in the state last year. And I wrote this one it's and pretty good. I, I liked I was, your anecdotes in this one too. There were there were number there's too there much. There were too many. too many. I had to edit your story and I had to cut out some great quotes and stories because uh last year was just a magical year with a lot of great stories of people who got to see this kid play. Yeah, and, and he really was you know, it's funny because in a lot of ways he kinda came out of nowhere because we didn't really know who he was, but but when you talk with Danny Young's the head coach at Hershey, he'll tell you we didn't come out of nowhere. He made a prediction in yeah. the beginning of the year yeah. that he was gonna do this. Pretty great. And so talk with him, talk with Marway, and then I talked with Mike Fuller, who was the head coach at Decatur, yeah. when he had the 590-yard game, or something like that, 590-yard game, um, that was against Decatur, and so I was interested in getting that perspective, and yeah. and Coach, you'll have to pick up the magazine, but Coach Fuller had some very high praise yeah. uh, for DeMarway Foster, and, and why not? He yeah. has been personally victimized twice by them, so it's really, uh, that was uh, really interesting to write. Uh, in 3A, uh, Speedy Cooper who is the second leading returning rusher in the state from Lexington, Jacoby Speedy Cooper. Um, another Greg Tepper joint. Another Greg Tepper joint. And I enjoyed writing this uh, one because it you know you always look for a hook in these stories. And, and, and one of the things that was really interesting is I, is I talked with um, his mom. Uh, Speedy lost his father a couple years ago. Yeah. And you kind of get the feeling that here is this driving. This is a driving force yeah. for him. Is he wants to go and make him proud? And so it was really, uh, it was it was a really good, uh, uh, really fun to write this story about about this about a kid who's who's playing inspired football uh, for Lexington. You also get to find out why he's called Speedy. You also get to call, yeah, you get to find out why he's called Speedy and why everybody. Because I asked him, it's I did great. ask him, I'll, I'll ruin something. I was like, does anybody call you Jacoby? He's like, like my mom. <laughs> that's basically that's a mark of a true a good nickname is when yeah. only your mom calls you uh, by your first name yeah. in two a it's Ty P, uh Ty Patterson rather out in Linden Kildare out east this is a kid this is a perfect example of a kid that I don't know that a lot of people know about right but is such a two way star yeah uh, a superstar linebacker they also just try to get him the football in a variety yeah. of different ways he was a running back for him last year kind of a receiving type um. It was it was really fun to to write this story about a kid that hopefully we can shed some light on this kid and, and say hey here's a guy who's you know who you don't know about those are the mo- most fun stories like when you write about Garrett Wilson that's great in its own right yeah but most people know Garrett Wilson right here's an example of get introduced to Ty Patterson yeah. at Lyndon Kildare who's a kid that you're going to get to know yeah. I need to know in one A Tanner Hodgkins from Strawn. Um, Max Thompson wrote this, and I believe the uh, the the hook is something along the lines of there were times where it looked like that they had suited up a bear yeah. uh, to play football. It does. It does. I think anytime you go to the one A ranks and there's a player that stands out, there's always something. Whether it's speed, some a, a skill set, mm-hmm. he just seemed a little too big and too fast for everyone out there last year. And uh, I, it really was born of all of us sitting in the. Uh, our little crow's nest there at state going. Uh, that one one player here doesn't look like the rest. Yeah. 
Um, but the funny thing is, he couldn't be more unassuming. Uh, couldn't uh, be more, uh, you know, uh, deference. So much deference for his his teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, Coach Dwayne Lee. The the best part about it is, he just says, you know, I don't really have to ask much of him. He demands so much of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you talk a lot about dedication of players at certain levels of football, and you sort of expect it at 6A and 5A. I mean, these are just such well-oiled machine programs. The kids are sort of – they have one job, and they have to do it great. Six-man, these are smaller communities. These kids play multiple sports. You don't expect that kind of dedication. You expect them a little bit more to be kids or kids, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of jump from one sport to the other. Apparently, this isn't something that got into the story, but Hodgkins is the kind of guy who, like, very strictly watches his diet – and like his caloric intakes and like the the workouts that he does like he is religious about discipline um and like a lot of these guys just a relentless competitor you yeah. know it's i always have to ask about how ridiculous a competitor each of these guys are when i talk to him and the answer is always the same i think you're yeah. right yeah so it's a really good read the 1a cover boy is tanner hodgkins from strong and the private school ranks it's grant ganell uh from houston st Pius the 10th this is the only one we didn't write uh ishmael johnson uh our editor uh wrote this one and it, it, it's really what I liked about this story uh, is that with a guy like Gunnell, who is a high profile recruit, I believe right. he just committed to Arizona to yeah. Kevin Sumlin, um, a high profile recruit. It can sometimes be hard to find a new hook, yeah. but uh, he really got in and he talked with Stephen Hill, who was his coach last year, yeah. uh, now has joined the, the staff at Texas State. Um, talked to him about just the level of trust that yeah. they have in him to just operate the offense and be like, no. Go do it. We'll guide you, but it's, right. it's on you. And so it was really interesting, and it's a good read. All the Coverboy stories are worth your time in the 2018 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We certainly hope you'll pick one up. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage. High school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Make sure you check out TexasFootball.com to where you can get your 2018 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football by becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Reminder, the magazine will not hit shelves until next Thursday. Thursday at the earliest. So, there is that. Max, we're going to continue just undercutting our own magazine. <laughs> we're giving it away, people. We are going to unveil the 2018 Class 4A preseason rankings. We have top 20s in the magazine. We're going to reveal top 10s. You have to buy the uh, magazine to uh, see who else is ranked. And I will say that in, in 4A... I think it's an interesting mix of kind of blue bloods and also teams that are on the rise that I'm, I'm very interested to see what people think of our 4A rankings. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's necessarily all the usual suspects. I think that in a lot of ways, uh, it's a lot of different teams. So let's start with 4A Division 2. Start with number 10. Our 4A Division 2, Dave Campbell's Texas football rankings. Number 10, the Sweeney Bulldogs. Sweeney, coming off of an 8-4 year, brings back half their starters from last year, 12 starters uh, from a year ago, and this team, I think, is, is may be ready for a leap. Uh, you know, last year, I think 8-4 and four is not necessarily representative of how good they actually were. They ran into some very, very tough teams. In fact, uh, Sweeney's they, very good. they lost to uh, they lost to, to uh, Wimberley yep. in the regional, uh, regional semifinals, and I think that, you know, Wimberley was such a good team that... that You've got to judge them that loss based on a curve, and and I think that w- I think Sweeney could be in for a very big year. Sweeney is number ten in our four A Division two rankings. Number nine, K 
Can they do it again? The Lubbock Estacado Matadors start the year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. New coach, uh, but the same attitude. 11 starters back, 30 Letterman back for uh, for Lubbock Estacado after a 10-win season at District Championship. They're looking for even more out there in Region 1. They start the year number nine in our 4A Division Two rankings. Number eight, let's go way northeast. Texarkana Liberty Ilo starts the year uh, at number uh, at number eight, and and I'll tell you the Leopards last year was a bit of a fits and starts type of year seven and six uh, started off very very slow but but came on late they've got nine key contributors back uh, nine key starters uh, from a year ago and most importantly much like Lubbock Estacado they're dropping down they're going from four A Division one down to four A Division two and I think that that could help them from a depth perspective. And, of course, such great pedigree out there in Liberty Ilo. Liberty Ilo starts year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number seven. We mentioned them before. Mentioned them again. The Wimberley Texans start the year number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, a few pieces that they need to replace. A lot of that offense is gone. Just two starters back on offense. They're going to need to find a new quarterback. But I will tell you that Wimberley doesn't rebuild. They reload. We expect them to reload in a hurry. The Texans of Wimberley start the year number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six. The Graham Steers. Graham, after a remarkable run to the state semifinals and coming within a whisker of playing for a state championship, uh, they are back with a vengeance. Uh, should be one of the favorites in Region 1, if not the favorite in Region 1. Uh, I'll tell you that they, they do have a lot of pieces, uh, holes to fill. Just five starters back from last year's team. When you lose 27 Letterman, uh, that is a problem. So we're going to be interested to see what Graham has, but they start the year number six with Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number five... Back out to Texarkana, Pleasant Grove, the defending 4A Division II state champions, uh, are back uh, after a 16 and 0 run to the to the state championship game. I know that uh, they do have some some major holes to fill. Just major. seven starters back. Yeah. Major holes to fill. A lot of those key contributors that led to a state championship game uh, are gone. But one guy they held on to was Josh Gibson, who was rumored for a lot of different jobs around the state. They hold on to him. Excited to see what Coach Gibson does for an encore. For now, we're, 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 we're cautiously optimistic about the Hawks. They start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four. I want to drop down from Division One. The Silsby Tigers. Silsby is loaded defensively. Eight starters back from a fantastic defense. Uh, just seven and five a year ago, but we think that the drop down will help them significantly. Silsby and Coach Randy Smith could have something cooking. Watch out for the Tigers. Silsby starts number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number three, a familiar name. The Gilmer Buckeyes. Gilmer uh, will start the year number three this year after a 10-3 year uh, a year ago. Now, they've got to replace Poppy Brown. They've got to replace a few different key pieces uh, for uh, uh, on this Gilmer attack. But uh, I fully expect them to be back in the hunt. I think that every single year you've got to anticipate that they're going to be one of the teams to beat. We think they are the. We think that they are worthy of a top three spot. They start the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number two. The Quero Gobblers. Quero, uh, after a 12-1 and year, and they bring back some heavy-hitting teams. I will tell you that when you talk to people around the state, they will tell you that this is the, this is the year for Quero, that, that, that all those guys who were so great as sophomores two years ago are now seniors. This is going to be a big-time year for Quero. They start the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football's 4A Division II state rankings... 
The West Orange Stark Mustangs, uh, a year after falling short in the state championship game, the Chang Gang defense has a little bit of rebuilding to do. Just four starters back, uh, and especially they're going to need to find some offensive weapons. Three starters back on offense. But I think the pedigree speaks for itself. This is a program that has established that they do not need a down year to come back with a vengeance. They're going to be back in a big-time way. Cornell Thompson, one of the very best coaches in the state. That is one of the big reasons that West Orange Stark begins the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas Football's 4A Division II rankings. Of course, remember, those are just the top 10s. You can see the top 20s for each division of 4A in Dave Campbell's Texas Football expanded rankings for every classification in the 2018 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Max, let's bounce up to Division One now. 4A Division One, unveiling our rankings here in the 2018 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. And this is, uh, this is an interesting mix, and I wonder if there are going to be some people... Uh, surprised by by what they see here. Let's find out. Number 10, how about a Division II promotion? The Melissa Cardinals begin the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football, a 12-2 and two year uh, a year ago, and they are loaded. Eight starters back on offense, six on defense uh, for Coach Seth Sinton. I think that this team, if it weren't for the promotion to Division One, we'd be a lot more bullish on them because they have mm-hmm. every key piece back. It really is an inconvenient uh, promotion. It is. Yeah. If they had stayed down in Division Two, we might be talking about a top two or three team. For now, though, with the move up to Division One into a much more loaded uh, Region Two out there, I think that they are a top ten team. They start the year number ten. Melissa does in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number nine, out to Texoma, Wichita Falls Hershey begins year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football in 11-3 year. Of course, so many playmakers led by uh, DeMarway Foster, their outstanding running back who ran for more than 3,000 yards a year ago, and he has sights set on even bigger things. This is a program that got a taste of success, and now we think that they could be in for another big leap in 2018. Danny Young's excited about his Huskies. We are too. Wichita Falls Hershey starts year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight. Out east, a familiar name, the Henderson Lions begin the year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Some key pieces they've got to fill out. They need a quarterback, but I will tell you that Henderson's got a lot of speed. They always do. Defensively, I think that could lead the way early for the Lions. Out east, Henderson starts the year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number seven. The state runner-up from a year ago, the Kennedale Wildcats. Now, Kennedale is an interesting squad this year because they are going to need to fill some big pieces, especially up front. And when you talk about what that offense looks like, they need that offensive line to be especially good. They've got some holes. That said, they have a number of key pieces back from their run to the state championship game last year. And more importantly, those guys are a year older and a year more experienced. That makes them a threat in every game they play. Kennedale starts the year number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six... The Midlothian Heritage Jaguars, uh, after a run to a 12-1 and season a year ago and coming within a whisker of making it to a state semifinal, we think that this could be, or state quarterfinal rather, we think that this could be a big year for Midlothian Heritage. They bring back 11 starters uh, total from, from last year's squad, and, and we think this could be the, the kind of thing that, uh, you know, this has been such a quick rise for this Midlothian Heritage team. Is this the year they break through? We'll find out. For now, Midlothian Heritage starts year number 6 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number five, Liberty Hill. The Panthers are back with a vengeance. Six starters back on offense, five starters on defense, and you know what this team is going to be about. They're going to play great defense, and they're going to run the freaking 
football. Uh, I think that they are a very exciting team. Most importantly, I think that they got a much better district draw. They get out, or they stay in Region 4 while there's kind of an abandoned ship of Region 4 for a lot of the powers. We'll get into those in just a moment. I really like what Liberty Hill brings back on the ground game. Watch out for the Panthers. They start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. little sneak preview to the magazine. Coach Walker, not thrilled that they didn't get to go with all the other big boys to the tough district, though. Which you wouldn't think. Number four. One of the one of Wake or one of uh, uh, Liberty Hill's former Nemesis. district bunkmates. Yeah, the Waco La Vega Pirates start the year number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A new coach for the first time in umpteen years as Willie Williams uh, retires. But this team has such big expectations, and you can make the argument that moving to region from region four to region two is helpful or. Hurtful. We'll find out. In any case, you know what this team's about. Fantastic defense and an offense that can hit you over the top whenever they need to. I'm very excited to see uh, what this team looks like with Coach Don Hyde taking over La Vega. The La Vega Pirates start the year number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number three... The Stephenville Yellow Jackets. Uh, surprise, surprise, Stephenville is back now. The move to Region 2 is interesting. From Region 1 to Region 2. That's a the loaded Region 2. Again, <laughs> the district's going to be a nightmare. Again, uh, check out the magazine. Basically, we talk a lot about how Region 2 is now the power nexus of 4A Division 1. In any case, Stephenville looks very good. Uh, 15 starters back from a year ago. A team that went 12-3 and came within a whisker of a state championship game. We think that they are back in vintage Stephenville form. Watch out for the Yellow Jackets. Stephenville starts the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number two, the Carthage Bulldogs start the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, The defending state champs, uh, a, a team that, look, they're the pre right now you could say they're the preeminent high school football team in Texas. I think that that's fair to say. They've had the best run of success in the past decade or so. Uh, a, another run to a state championship game last year. Now, a number of key pieces to replace including most notably Keontae Ingram, their their star running back. That said, this is a program with high expectations and a program that expects to reload, not rebuild. We expect them to reload. Carthage begins the year number 2 in Dave Campbell's Texas football's 4A Division 1 rankings. And the number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football's uh, 4-8 Division I rankings, the Argyle Eagles. Argyle starts the year number one uh, atop the 4-8 Division I rankings. Coach Todd Rogers uh, welcomes back 15 starters uh, from a team that uh, feels like they went out too early. They, they feel got like snake they, bit last year. They got snake bit yeah. by Stephenville in that in that regional semifinal. Copeland they bring going back, down with the knee injury was tough. They bring back a number of key pieces, including Chase Petter, Preston Wilson, Hayden Clearman, Noah Lang. This is going to be a very, very good team. Uh, I really like what Argyle brings back. I think they've got a shot to win another state championship. The Argyle Eagles begin the year the number one team in 4A Division One in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A reminder, expanded rankings can be found in the 2018 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. There you go. Those are our 4A rankings. And now we go to Max Thompson for the award-winning segment, Final Thoughts. Lots of good stuff today. Um, Brent Homan, uh, our, our dedicated Graham super fan. So he's happy with the 6A, the, the, or the six, uh, number 6 ranking. He's fine with that. Uh, he says he'll struggle early feeling their way out. I expect them to come on strong for a deep playoff run. It's going to be an interesting season. Uh, Jacob John uh, makes a great point. Canyon Lake will be a tough draw for Liberty Hill. Coach Walker even pointed this out. Coach mm-hmm. Walker, when I talked to him for the magazine, and you'll see some of these quotes in the magazine, uh, said 
you know, he's not taking their region lightly just because the big teams that they're used to playing are gone. And he says, uh, you know, everything he's heard that Canyon Lake will have the best team they've had in years. And yes. I know that uh, he said Fredericksburg is another team that they're keeping an eye on. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be, you know, some cakewalk. No, no doubt about that. Let me tell you about, by the way, let me interrupt you. For a Division One, check out this Region 4. You have number one Argyle. You have number three Stephenville. Number yeah. four Waco La Vega. And, uh, yeah, and number seven Kennedale. Region two, you mean? Region two, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Region two, yeah. uh, number seven, Kennedale. Number seven, or, or I mean, yeah. you're it's it's real. I'm sorry. It's it's like it was last year. And number ten, Melissa. Yeah, it's like you switch some teams out. It's brutal. Region two is always horrific. It's brutal in four AD one. Shay Harris dropping in today. San Angelo's finest says, "Oh hi guys, hey man, how's it going?" Uh, Corey Hoag says, "Buy the magazine, get a subscription, do it for America." That's right. He's he's going to get you with this eventually, right? Yeah. Jacob John also points out it sounds like a lot of chalk with the rankings. Look, man, we didn't uh, we ain't faking them. Well, and I'll tell you, you want to talk about some of the factors that go into yeah. Where, so where, where, yeah. well, and I'll tell you that you know obviously when when we look at rankings, um, there's a number of things. First of all, the most the studies have shown that the most accurate predictor of future success is past success. Yeah. There's a reason why if you went one and nine last year. You're not starting the year at number in number top ten, simply because it's just very very difficult for you to to make that leap. Uh, the, the history has shown that. Now that's not to say it doesn't happen. It happens right. every single year. Stanford's a perfect example from yeah. last year. Yeah. I think they went two and eight in 2016, yeah. and then went to a regional final. Final. That sounds right. something like yeah. that. I mean, yeah. there it does happen. But yeah. as far as projecting out. The reason it sounds like a lot of blue bloods is because those are the most consistently excellent yep. teams, and those are the teams that are that are that are you know the best. Well, bets. And, obviously, and, re- you know, returning starters. Yeah. Uh, JV like record. That. Another thing that gets JV overlooked record. a lot of the time. It, it really is a good indicator if a team has been good in the past and they're they're coming off a good JV season. Let me tell you, of those top ten teams, uh, one of them had a um, had a JV that was under five hundred yeah. last year. One, yeah. so it's that's a, another thing is that it builds on itself. Yeah. It gives you it gives you some uh, mm-hmm. some perspective. Ronnie mm-hmm. Den- Ronnie Dennis says, "I remember when Vernon was on this list every year. I'm ready for those days to return. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Vernon for gosh, how many years were they just kind of you pencil them in yep. for like a state semifinal, regional mm-hmm. final? Goodness. Um, let's go down the list here. Lots of good. One small thing today. on Vernon. Um, go for it. Just. Keep an eye on them. I think they're. I think yeah. they they fall into the sleeper category yeah. of a team that it would not be a surprise if they were to to uh, to really make a run this year. Uh, Corey Hoke says uh, Demarway Foster is a better person than he is a player. Look, we've heard that from multiple people. I talked yeah. with him, and he yeah. seems like a, a gr- you know a great kid. One thing that I do this is just from my own personal preference. I don't get into the recruiting thing that much. Yeah. Um, but when I talk to a, a a coach about like one of the star prospects, yeah. I always ask. Like I can watch film. I ask, yeah. what kind of kid is he? What kind of, yeah. And when you talk with Danny Youngs, he'll tell you this is a great kid, and yeah. and, and what Demarway Foster's really got his head screwed on straight, which is it really it's 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 fun. That that makes it fun for me. It, it makes him easy to want good things to happen. Yeah, you want to reform you for sure. I mean? yeah. uh, Todd Gleaton following up. He says Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Any info on the magazine signing yet? <laughs> no, not yet. But I I owe Dave Campbell a phone call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, hundred percent true. Uh, From what I heard, it is happening. It though. is happening. You just have to remember. Dave's very old. Dave's 93. Uh, if you've ever dealt with anyone in their 90s, you got to respect their time and the speed at which they move. I know he wants to get out there, but he does. we don't want to push him out there. So night, uh, uh, well, let me let me follow up with him, and hopefully I'll have an update yeah. for that tomorrow on the show. Uh, 
Glover Howard asks, how do them Klein Bearcats look this year? Well, I don't think they're going to be in our uh, top rankings, but we can talk about them more when we uh, we get up to that classification. One thing I'll say about Klein, uh, when you've got that much defense coming yeah, back in a, in, in a in uh, in in especially in that greater Houston area, um, you're going to have a shot. Yeah. I will say though that it's not helpful that they're in the same district as like Klein Collins. Yeah. That's not that's not. But good. a lot of change at Klein Collins, so yeah, you never, you know. never know. You never yeah. know. But they're gonna be, they'll be in the hunt. I will say that. Uh, lots lots of suggestions for the games Let's that need go. to be in the new space. Beer pong and flip cup have to be the games in the new space. Listen, I suggested a kegerator. <laughs> we did suggest it. Yeah, we did. We did suggest a kegerator. If you uh, want, to, I will say this: if you want to donate a kegerator to Dave Campbell's Texas football, we will refer to it as the blank memorial. We'll name it whatever you want. Yeah. So if you want it to be, if your name's Joe Smith, it will be the Joe Smith Memorial Dave Campbell's Texas yeah. football kegerator. Uh, Ruben Rios suggests Astrodome seats for the office. I think stadium seats in general would be cool. Maybe that row, there will be a glass yeah. partition at the studio now where people could watch from the outside. Stadium seats right there. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea, I don't think. Uh, Robert Wolf says, put put Cornhole in there, man. That's a tailgate game. Cornhole He's is absolutely not right. a bad That's idea. And, and the other thing is because we are going to be on the second floor. Um, if you miss, it's a beanbag hitting it's a the floor. Bag. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Also, these floors aren't shared. I think our boss is a little too worried about that. It's like well, a roof, a space, and then a ceiling. Everything. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Matt McSpadden says, dodgeball, as fun as it would be, Listen, no. As many as many people who work in this office who would yeah. like to throw something at my head, we can't yeah, have that. That's right. Happen. Jacob John suggests tech mobile and electronic football. Both, Ooh, what both. if we got an arcade cabinet? I know. Wouldn't it be good? What if we it got like NFL good. Blitz? Yeah. <gasps> I'm telling you, these are all. these are all. All right. All great suggestions, Tony Blaylock, with the Happy National Vanilla Milkshake Day. Vanilla milkshake. I mean, it's fine. I don't know the last time I had a vanilla milkshake. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Please donate a kegerator to Dave Campbell's Texas Football. That's the lesson of today's show. Yeah. All right, let's see if I can hold this trophy for... Let's see if you can not drop it today. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Tomorrow, a very special guest, Matt Wixon, will join us to talk about a book you should read. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. 